Hello and welcome to another episode of Intentionality podcast where we talk about a purposeful life. Running takes a lot of time. In fact, if you go for a long run of 3 hours, it's not really 3 hours. It's uh, maybe 4 hours or 5 hours including pre-strength and post-strength. Absolutely. And we have a family as well. So, how do you deal with family commitments and running? without family support this sport is not possible and i have the tremendous support from from my family but wife and kid three of us live here in bangalore parents are in lucknow they they do visit at times and wife has been very supportive from day one there have been situations where it's it's like a difficult situation where you need where you have a important run and i'm not talking about training but an event and you also have something important in the family to kind of attend and uh, one such situation i remember is i uh, was been facing duty at tcs 10k like 7 years ago and that the same day it was uh, one of relatives uh, wedding same day and uh, so i had to choose like what do i do in between these two uh But then, fortunately, uh, I, I because it was in Mysore, not too far. I ran in the morning and quickly drove. But then I had to miss on the other events like the the pre-race dinner and the post-race party, all that that comes along with with the, with the pacing. So, so I, you have to make your choices. Finish pacing here in Bangalore, and then and go then to Mysore. Quickly drive back <laughs> and go to Mysore. So, so done, done that. that. <laughs> Thank you. and uh, there have been tremendous situations where when wife has said okay it's okay you do this what you really want to do and and I'll, i'll go to this event and attend and I'll let them know that you cannot make it because you are doing so and so things and uh, other thing is people also know a lot about you by now so so they know what's really important for you and what is your priority and uh, they help and support you even at even at work people understanding see the there was this see your commitment and passion and your dedication they also support yeah right people step forward and say hey it's okay you do this and then i'll take care of this on your on your behalf have you ever finished a meeting and then run or run and after after that attended a meeting many times run in between meetings <laughs> especially during my triathlon training uh like when i'm working from home a few times uh finish one meeting in between finish a swim or a run come back to another meeting nice so i've i've run at i think all hours of the day <laughs> you brought up triathlon now that's a different beast altogether training for running maybe you can do away with 10 hours or less hours of training but triathlon how many hours of training does one require uh I would say on an average weekly would be around 12 to 15. This is what I would say and you mentioned about 3 hours the, the previous one of long runs. Most weekends for triathlon training took around if I add the commute to it 12 hours. It weekend like I would leave at 5 a.m. and come back around 4 4:30. There's there's a traffic also you have to travel through. 
So not all 12 hours were training. There was a lot of commute in that. But yeah, that time of the day is gone, especially on a weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Without that, it's not possible. So be it running, be it triathlon, they all seem to be like solitary sport and it, an individual does it. But it's never an individual. There is an entire team behind it. And, and this reminds me of Kipchoge's famous quote, right? 100% of me is nothing compared to 1% of the team. And that's so true. You, Even though you run alone or you train alone, you never do it alone. Your family supports, your team, your colleagues, your running buddies. This, this, everyone who is coming together for you to achieve that goal. Right. Right. In fact, we, we talked about Kipchoge. So, like MS Dhoni says, focus on the process, not on the results. But um, I think Kipchoge says the same thing pretty much. Although he's a millionaire now, he leaves his family, goes and leaves with uh, runners when he is preparing for the marathons. Uh, I think same thing applies at our workplace as well. And if you focus completely on results and if you're chasing results, performance will, be, will become an issue. But if you focus on the process, maybe the results will follow. So you talked about triathlon. Um, how did the transition happen from running to triathlon? So this thought and intent was there for many, many years. In fact, when I bought my first and only watch so far, the 920 XT, which is an obsolete watch now, not used anymore, not sold, that was a triathlon watch which I bought in 2017 okay. and uh, I wished to do it someday. I was running and I was quite comfortable with it. I was cycling to work on a daily basis, so I was getting another 36 kilometers on my bike daily and uh, I couldn't swim. So I think uh, when I was 28, or 30 around that age is when I had my first swimming lesson and uh, me and one of my college friends we joined and we did those basic 10 classes learned to float and I could manage to swim across the pool like maybe 20 meters and that's it it stopped there 10 sessions and stopped and never went back to swimming from there because there was no access to pools as such and and we uh, got busy with life and running now uh Last two three years, I had been hearing about the Ironman race in Goa that came to India. They did their first edition. I was like, this is something like a really big challenge, and I don't know how to swim. Or I, I, for sure, I know that I cannot save myself from drowning if you throw me at the deep end of the pool. Is what I was sure about, and I wanted to do that, to learn swim and to be able to swim in the ocean. That was, that was the main goal or the intent and uh, I knew if I have to push myself to do it I need to sign up for something and work towards it and that's when I signed up for the Ironman Goa race because it was uh, it is something what I would not recommend a beginner to do if it's your first triathlon do not sign up for a half Ironman do something smaller I made that mistake and I learned from it however I was happy with the outcome that I achieved because the first attempt that I did in 2022, last year, I failed that attempt. But I did swim that distance, but I did not make the cutoff. My goal was to swim, 
I did swim and it took kilometers. I took 80 minutes. I didn't take make the cutoff, but I was still happy that I could do it. And I knew now I can definitely do it. Then I signed up again next year and I completed it. So the transition transition was uh it was difficult in few ways but easy in some ways like uh the swim part was the most difficult part for me and the time commitment that you need is something which i was not really prepared for i did not foresee it requires a lot of time and of otherwise from from a physical capabilities point of view it was fine but then the time effort needed was the real challenge so anyone who wants to get into it please start small there are shorter triathlon distances available like there is a sprint there is a super sprint there is a olympic then there is half ironman for that and to just to tell more about triathlon is is a sport where you practice or do three sports one after the other you swim first then you cycle or bike and then you run all these three are one after the other and there is transition time in between and then that transition also is a part of the overall time that you take to complete the race there is a cut off time for, and there is a cut off time for each phase like for swimming for cycling and for running so you need to stick to those time frames by the way did you sign up for half marathon and go up before learning to swim and or did you learn swimming and then signed up I signed up before and then I kind of I was desperately looking for resources to learn find coaches specifically for swimming uh, fortunately I have a pool in my apartment which is 17 meters and most of my training happened there apart from visit to the lakes and open waters but a lot of practice like to to uh, the drills happened at the pool no cap So you're training for three sports, three sports actually. So how does the training look for triathlon? If you take a week, for example. So uh, to put it very simply, you would be doing three sessions of each. Okay. Three runs, three bikes, three swims, and two stretch. Okay. That's how it is spread, and and often you will, I mean, at times you will have two uh, workouts in a day. like swim and bike bike and run a brick run so those combinations happen and it's uh, challenging if you do not have a bike trainer like a indoor trainer i don't have one so then you have to really kind of really really early find a isolated spot to to do the cycling so that's that's quite a lot of commitment and quite a lot of work so when is the full iron man coming Uh, I've been thinking about it and yet to decide and zero down and sign up for it. Uh, if not this year, next year for sure. But it may happen this year. How is the nutrition different for triathlon compared to running? So uh, habits remain the same, but your portions may will increase because you are you are spending so much time and effort, right? So you need you need more calories. Protein intake will go up. and uh, that's something very important this is the race or any endurance event you cannot i would say even complete if your nutrition is not right be during your training and on the race day it's, it's a critical factor if you do not fuel right for a for a full marathon for a half ironman for a 50k 60k ultra 
that is not even to complete it. right so is, is there a similar kind of carb loading for triathlon just like for running yes yes there is similar carb loading for triathlon and there is one thing which is i would say a good heavy breakfast before you go for the event of the event okay so we literally eat a big bowl of muesli and eat some bananas before even starting training okay this is a long training day and then you have to keep feeling throughout your training every 30 40 minutes look at the lights mm. carbohydrates also the uh, other thing is you have to train uh with the kind of climate and temperature you would experience at the race day right goa being really hot at that time or oh, lot of my runs happened in afternoon under the sun yeah <laughs> so that makes sense too a lot of difference based on how you train because it's the self that trains shows up on the race day so you have to train well yeah makes sense you you're while talking about food you follow 80 20 rule 20% of the year you fast talk to us about it why and uh, what is the concept behind it so i'll start with how it started <laughs> uh, i think so uh, 10 years or so can't remember exactly but it was new year eve 31st december and i was at a party and i came back and slept the next day i wasn't feeling well i had a bad stomach and all i could eat was bananas throughout the day that's what i did and i survived it was a tuesday that day and i thought hey i could do this so why not try it another tuesday i repeat at a fruit diet on a tuesday and then then really okay about it now i kept repeating it year went by and i made it a practice every tuesday i fast i usually eat fruits nuts and have them and uh, then after a few years uh, i added more to it like there are auspicious days in hindu calendar navratri nine right. days of fasting that happens twice a year and my mom used to do it when i was a kid and saw she doing it she she still does it and uh, i adopted that as well so navratri also i fast nine nine days and uh, then i thought okay what can i add to it so this all happened gradually like first just tuesdays fasting then adding these nine days fasting and then i now i also fast on mahashivratri guru purnima dud purnima kartik purnima and they all fall in quarters q1 q2 q3 q4 and uh, these are few days where i refrain from eating or drinking anything that i thought is excel fast where i don't drink water or eat anything and uh, i i it it's a i think it's just a mental challenge that mental block a good uh practice that helps build resilience and commitment to anything that it's more of mental than anything else mm. it has really helped me and i never did the math until i put that in a calendar for myself just to remind myself that hey these are the days because you plan it for the year and at times you may miss because there are so many things happening in life right so now i usually publish my calendar at the start of year which is now updated <laughs> and uh, so that i can you know have a look at those days regularly and follow them also i need to plan my running events as per that calendar i once made a mistake i signed up for a race when i was fasting and i was stupid enough to do both but i would not recommend anyone to do it but i have done it so that's where i learned i should plan well and i keep my calendar ready and match up to all the events i want to do 
phone those that fall in those times have to simply drop fantastic so there is there are a few common things from everything that you are talking about so something happens so your curiosity is woken up and then you explore it then you progress it and then you commit to it and there is always a purpose behind it so that's why i call sumit is epitome of intentionality so if i were to have a poster for intentionality podcast that would be his poster <laughs> so that's actually a good way to lead a life um so if you were to suggest someone to have a purposeful life and few tips on how to lead it from your experience what would be your suggestion it is a deep question it is a deep question i think purpose is something each one will need to find right. for himself or herself and uh, whatever gives you peace and contentment do more of that and if you are yet to figure out what is that just explore whatever comes your way explore until you try different things you will not know what is right thing right so have that courage to experiment be open to different views thoughts things and then just ask yourself how do you feel when you do certain things and if the answer is yes you can if you feel good about it you would like to share that with others as well then that is the answer and then move ahead with it yeah I think that's what pretty much pretty much agility is all about. You know, it's not really about those agile values, principles, specific processes. Ultimately, that's what agility is all about, which is which should be there in our personal life as well as professional life, individual or group people. That is very much essential. That's a great thought. So what are some of the goals that you have set for yourself whether it is in recreational athletics or personal or professional? What are the goals that you are working towards? good question at the right time start of the year i would when i was traveling last week i was and I'm making a list of all things what i want to do and uh, there's one thing which i really want to focus on next year is to prepare well for the ta exam ta is territorial army which is the voluntary wing and you are eligible until you are age 42 i just wrote the exam on 23rd december it went very well didn't prepare for it well but uh, next year i want to really prepare well and, and kind of write it crack it and anyone who's listening to this podcast if you're interested to explore this further i would love to connect with you and uh, i'm looking at building a community of like minded people who want to join the indian army uh, through this means to learn and we can all kind of make a study group and study together that's one other goals are a full iron man is, is on on the thoughts of the cards and a 100k run uh for the next year that's on the running and adventure side of things uh i started with the icp acc journey which is coaching journey last year i want to complete it the first half of this year next year 2024 apart from that there are also some few certifications that i would want to educate and learn and do in, in agile and scrum boy which is the uh uh i see a giant coach facilitation and acc again 
and also PSM2. So these are few things I want to get done in next year. Financial goals as well. Do some investment, some SIPs, mutual funds. That's something which I'm not good at. That's also a goal for the next year. And uh, and and some downtime with family, vacation time for the next year. A lot of goals. There's so much time. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, who would make a great scrum master? A good listener would make a good great scrum master. A good listener. Yes. Fantastic. Okay, some rapid fire questions. Your favorite race so far? Favorite race? Uh, I've been running this Bison Ultra for the last two years. I really like it. It's a very small event. Uh, not many people. It's tough. It's ultra. And yeah, I think those are the reasons why I like it. Favorite racing shoe? Uh, one that doesn't bite. <laughs> favorite running shoe? Okay, so uh, my favorite uh, has been so far the Adidas Adi Zero. And that, that's one I really like. Favorite book? Favorite book so far? So I'm, I'm not an avid reader and that is something I I know and I'm working on it. Uh, but from the books that I have read so far, I think uh, Ikigai would be the one. Okay. Nice. What would be your favorite uh, food as an athlete? Favorite food as, as an athlete, it would be banana. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, easy. That's what we run for doing marathons, right? <laughs> Who is your favorite athlete? Uh, Kipchoge. Kipchoge. So if someone wants to connect with you, how should they connect with you? So, oh, you can connect on my Instagram handle, uh, which is coach.summit. And uh, I, I can also leave my number with you to share with people. So we will leave those in the show notes so that people can reach out to you. So can people reach out to you for coaching, receiving coaching? If it's for running coaching, uh, I, I coach with Runner360 for both running and strength. And can definitely reach out to me. Perfect. Strength coaching, then at 360. Uh, have you started coaching uh, triathletes? I haven't yet. Uh, that's again something which is for future. And gi- given that you know your background, would you coach people uh, on life, life coaching? I, I would. I would. And, and that's, that's what, what I'm working, working towards with the ICP ACC journey. So it's not just. It. You mean the ICF? ICF, yes. Right. So, life coaching or leadership coaching, that that's something I would be working on uh, in the near future. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, a lot of insights. Looks like, you know, we might have to bring uh, you back once again to explore into uh, some of the aspects in depth. Thank you very much. Uh, your time is very well appreciated. And I'm sure audience would Love the insights that you have provided. Thank you so much for having me here. I really enjoyed the process and I'll be happy to be here again. Thank you. Thank you. Good day.